Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast. I'm on the road again like fucking Willie Nelson, okay? Well, I'm not fucking him, but I'm on the road again. So fuck it. I figure I'd do the first half of this. I'm going somewhere. So, you know, I'm not going to tell you where. (laughs) Uh, There's a really funny... SNL skit with the church lady and Willie Nelson. I've been trying to find it. I think I have to go through NBC.com and uh, I know a little of it where she's like well, there we are passed out on our dirty sex bus in a whiskey so stupor with our naughty parts all over the place. Oh, Willie, Willie. What are you going to do? Are you going to write a song about it, honey? Well, you know church lady. That's how I roll. Yes, and you also smoke that evil, evil stuff, marijuana. Who could be causing you to light up a plant? Could it be Satan? Yeah, it's not as great without the effects. Um, I was going to do... Oh, yes. Brett Kavanaugh has racked up a considerably high amount of debt. How interesting. And he was selected to be a Supreme Court nomination. So, without further ado, please, let me welcome a woman who really doesn't want him to be confirmed. The money guru herself, Susie Orman. Hello, this is Susie Orman. What the fuck do you want? Brad Kavanaugh. Oh, tisk tisk. Little bitch. And he is little. You know, I understand that the White House is trying to cover up for him. Saying, oh, he bought tickets to this and he bought tickets to that. Could it have been that he maybe paid for a high escort? We'll never know. But at least he has returned his tax returns, unlike the president. Yeah. You know... I always tell you to pay yourselves first. And I'm going to get literal. Okay. It is important for me, Susie Arman, to make sure that this country is money ready. And also, as a proud gay lesbian, this country needs to be diverse. And if you look at the administration, they just want us to go back, backwards. It's not right. And in my Susie Arman tone, it's not fucking right. So don't fuck with my money, Trump, you evil son of a bitch. You are a male chauvinist who really shouldn't have all that money. And you only have all that money because of daddy. Isn't that right? Here at Susie Arman, we talk about nepotism. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. Donald, what the fuck? What the fuck do you want? A mail-order bride. He only eats at McDonald's because it's cheap. And he figures they won't poison his food. The next time, I hope he goes to Sizzler and eats shit. Yes. Brett Kavanaugh. Brett. You look like something out of a reject of Eddie Munster. The hair, obviously. Um, it looks like you got plugs more than once at both ends. 
And it also looks like that your wife is hankering for a boob job. But I'm not going to touch your family, no. That's the IRS's job, honey. Here at Susie Arman, we're going to talk about where that money could have gone. Hookers, drugs, sex toys. You know, the most conservative types are usually the freakiest. In some aspects, I, Susie Arman, am a little conservative. I'm liberal and moderate, but I'm a little conservative because I have a fucking swing at my house, outdoors. So you thought I was going to say an S&M swing, but no, honey. I am an old-fashioned lesbian all the way back to the days of Joan Crawford. That's right. Denied. When Karen Walker allowed Sean Hayes, or sorry, um, Jack McFarlane, to put his charge card through her cleavage while saying denied, denied, approved, I would have denied that. Because to get a really good transaction, it must be denied once and then approved immediately. With Brett Kavanaugh, I have to talk about his philandering. He is a son of a bitch. And I, Susie Orman, am determined to block his nomination from the White House. Okay? So, let's make a... Let's... Oh, Brett. Oh, Brett's calling. Hi, this is Brett Kavanaugh. Conservative, soon-to-be Supreme Court Justice. Not so fast, you son of a bitch. Oh, did I ruffle some feathers? Yes, you have racked up a considerable amount of debt. Oh, it's nothing. Just a few um, curling irons, um, kettle warmers, you know, a few pajamas, a watch maybe or two. Bullshit, honey. You bought hookers. No, I didn't. Okay, maybe once. I mean, you know, I wanted... I My wife has never allowed me to have a three-way. Oh, honey. There goes your money right there. Never allowed. Denied. You are not going to get confirmed. Sorry. And he hung up, thank God. Yes. And now I'm turning the show back over to Dr. Zeus. Thank you, Susie Orman. See what magic can do? So, Brett Kavanaugh, you're not getting confirmed, motherfucker. It, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. And on that note, I'm going to take a break. And I'll be back later, motherfuckers. Good afternoon. This is another one from Dr. Zeus. Hello, I'm Dr. Zeus. This is my podcast. I figured <clears throat> I did one on Tool. I have to do one on the Deftones. They are, well, I'm from Northern California. They're from Northern California. I don't think they, they live here anymore, but, you know, um, musically, they are I, like Tool, they leave me speechless and in a very good way. 
they always that's one of my favorites from their uh, 2012 album Koi no Yokan and then of course Diamond Eyes which I would listen to this song all the time Because it's Saturday night. You know, I love White Pony, but I love the later stuff even more because it just continues to spiral out just like Tool. If you're a Deftones fan, fucking raise your hand. I know that's silly, but come on. I saw them the first time after they put out Saturday Night Wrist. I saw them in San Francisco. It was good. And then the second time I saw them, they had a new bass player because she, unfortunately, was injured and later on died. And um, I saw them at this weird little concert hall with a friend of mine. Same friend. And we were way in the front. I have film footage of it on YouTube. To the point where Warner Brothers sent me an email saying, take this song off. I never did. They never did anything about it. They never blocked the audio. So fuck them. And um, <laughs> that's another Warner Brothers person right there. Cher. And critics have been, sh- and Shane, I'm out, my, I'm out every year. So fuck them. Yeah. And then this is from Gore. Is it Al Gore's favorite album? I don't know. I didn't get to see them on this tour. I love all of their stuff, but I love how they just continue. It's, um, they're, they always keep me captivated. They put something out and I love it even more. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's better than the last one. And then you go back to the last one and you think, oh, this is great. And then you go back to what's current. They're always doing your it's like you're crisscrossing. I'm gonna go to London and then I'm gonna go to Japan. I'm gonna go back to Japan. I'm gonna go back to London, crisscross, crisscross. And I'm not talking about that horrible hip hop band from the nineties. No thank you. Fad, fad, fad. But with the Deftones, here's the other thing is they are, you know, a racially ambiguous band. It's a good mixture of different people from different backgrounds, different collectives making this music, you know, I mean, and that's the other thing is they, you know, whenever you're recognized by the industry, they, people are like, well, why did they give it to them for that song? You know, and it happens, you know, and Oh, I hate these commercial ads. Yeah, you have to subscribe to YouTube Red in order to get rid of the commercials. And I've it, I have it turned down. It's uh, it's like waiting in rush hour traffic. The song. Such a 
that self-titled album is probably in my top five because it was so different from White Pony. I think people were expecting, oh, White Pony 2. You know you know how fucking boring that is? Oh, I want them to do a sequel. The only time I ever wanted anyone to ever do a sequel of anything was when Madonna did Ray of Light, and I thought, do another one like that. And then she put out music, and I went, eh, all right, that's what we got to live with. She signed the Deftones, or I think it was Guy Osiri of Maverick, which is no longer. <laughs> Tell Alanis Morissette that. And um, that was a weird conversation. If you've ever seen Madonna and Courtney Love throwing compacts at each other, and it was the year of Alanis Morissette, and Courtney Love was like, you know, I, dis- I disagree with her A&R guy a little bit, but Alanis, those are some pipes. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. But the Deftones were just a magical band. They still are. Um, if they're working on something, great. If they're not, you know, whenever they put something out, hey, it's a moment. Maynard was on one of their songs. Beautiful, beautiful song. And whenever they do it live, yeah, people, I think, are looking, oh, is Maynard going to show up? Well, no. Is Cher going to dig up Sonny? No. This isn't The Walking Dead. Come on, people. I don't know what people fucking want anymore. You know, I posted something uh, of Liza Minnelli where she says, I, I, I don't, or what is it, about the era. Yeah. This era has me totally confused. I agree with you right there. It has me confused that you all are watching The Bachelor and The Bachelor. Are you going to be in love? No. Fuck you. And that strays away from the Deftones. I'm sure the Deftones, you know, when they put out music, people were like, oh, my God, it's about this. And Deftones are like, oh, God, chill. They're so baked that it doesn't even matter. You know, when they put out the record... It is sonically the Deftones. That's the other thing. They don't sound like anybody else. Like Tool. They're not Tool Baby Juniors, but, you know, that sounds like something from Burger King. Ugh. Um, but they're not, you know, Tool Junior. They are... I love how someone once categorized them like Radiohead. I thought, okay, that, that I could see that, you know. And then I know people who don't like them. Oh my god, that Chino Moreno. It's like, Okay. Oh my God. You're seeing um, Blake Shelton. Ugh. Or Gwen Stefani. No, thank you. When she was with No Doubt, you know, it was a spider web, but now it's just dead. You and Molly, you in danger, girl. Deftones, Deftones, Deftones. I mean, what can I say about them? Like Tool, they are in their own path, you know. They're on their own path. You gotta respect it, you know. Um, and they're crowning achievement to some of their fans, not me. I'm one of their many fans, but I don't think this is their crowning achievement. I don't think White Pony is their crowning achievement. I think it is... A long list, because you also have Around the Fur, you know, and you have the first album, and, you know, I mean, it's not like we're listening to Cardi B, huh? 
I can only take so much of that. It's like Nicki Minaj, the sequel. Oh, she's got like a raspy voice. And you know, they're they're an interesting band. And Chino, you know, whatever happens to him, he still looks good. And I'm sure he likes that, you know? Oh. Here you go. White Pony. When I saw them live the last time, it was the 10th anniversary of White Pony. They did a lot of White Pony songs. They sounded better live than they did on the record. And um, I remember I was wor at work, one, and the, one of the gentlemen said to me, Oh, the White Pony era. And I said, Yeah, why didn't you invite us? I said, huh. I can only afford so many tickets. So I'm going to leave you with those thoughts about White Pony, Deftones, Around the Fur, the first album, um, Saturday Night Wrist, Koi no Yokan, Gore, um, Diamond Eyes. If I miss one, then I don't know. Just knock me upside of the head. This is Dr. Zeus. This has been a Deftones broadcast.